Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today, I want to talk about owning your overwhelm. Now, I know when you hear this, you might think two things. One is, if I own it, then does that mean I have to keep it? It's not going to go away. (laughs) The second thing is, but if I own it, then that means it's my fault. If I take responsibility and I own that I'm overwhelmed because of me, then you're saying this is all my fault <laughs> and I'm wrong. And there's nothing the brain hates more than being wrong. Your brain loves to be right. It's a survival mechanism. So because it loves to be right, when I tell you, I'm going to help you take responsibility for your overwhelm, your brain is probably saying, wait a minute, you're saying that I'm wrong, that I created this problem and I have to then own it and acknowledge that this is on me. Yes, but it's not so bad. It's really not such a bad thing. It actually is the best thing that you can do. When you take ownership for something, then you can change it. Currently, you might be blaming external things for your overwhelm. Not only are you believing that your overwhelm is coming from your circumstances, you're also probably blaming those same circumstances. What that looks like is I'm overwhelmed because I have so much going on at work. My boss just keeps putting more on my plate, doesn't even consider that I need to take a break or, you know, something like that. Or maybe it is... I'm so stressed out at home and nobody helps me out. My kids do not listen. My husband does not step up to the plate. My partner is oblivious. He's not even paying attention to what needs to be going on around here and how they can help me out more. Notice how when you are thinking I'm so overwhelmed because of all these other people, because no one's helping me out, because they keep asking me to do more work, that means you are putting the responsibility on someone else. It's all their fault. They are the reason that I'm overwhelmed. And when it's their fault in your brain, it means that if they're creating it, then they are the ones to change it. If it's their fault that I'm feeling overwhelmed, then I need for them to change in order for me to feel better. And I'll tell you, that is, (laughs) that's a long road because it's not guaranteed that they're going to change, which means you might be waiting a while. And I want to tell you the good news, which is you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for anyone around you to change. You get to feel better immediately by owning your overwhelm, taking full responsibility. So the first thing you want to remember, overwhelm is created by my thoughts. I'm thinking thoughts like I have so much to do. I'm exhausted. I don't know where to start. I'm thinking these thoughts and I'm feeling the feeling of overwhelm. Overwhelm is not happening because of my schedule or my kids or my spouse or people asking me to do things. That doesn't create the feeling of overwhelm. Those things are circumstances. The feeling comes from my thought. The way to catch this is when you notice yourself feeling overwhelmed, ask why. The brain's going to immediately blame something else. (laughs) It's because of my boss. It's because he asked me to do more work. It's because she, you know, sent me all these emails. Because the clients are needing a lot 
more for me this week because business is just so stressful and I have so many things to do because, you know, on and on and on. Your brain's going to offer that up. And in that moment, that's where you want to stop and say, wait a minute. It's because I'm thinking that. Not because of that specific circumstance, because I'm thinking I have all these things to do. I don't know where to begin. That's why I'm feeling overwhelmed. So first we want to acknowledge that, that it is from my own thoughts, creating the feeling. It's not the circumstance. The circumstance is always neutral. Then the thing about overwhelm is that it is an indulgent emotion. Meaning, if you feel overwhelmed, your brain will keep you in overwhelm. Overwhelm is not an emotion that propels you into action. It usually propels you into inaction. Meaning, you do nothing. (laughs) Or at least, nothing productive. Usually, what happens when you feel overwhelmed is that the brain spins on loops of thoughts. Thoughts like... I have so much to do. And then it goes into, I don't know where to begin. Why did I end up with this project? Why can't someone else do this? Why is it that this is so hard for me? This is so stressful. I can't seem to figure this out. Like, See how it starts with one thought and it goes to the next and the next and the next and the next. You may start with, I'm so stressed out because I am not getting more help around the house. And then it goes into, in my Kids don't even take care of the things that I ask them to do. And my husband won't seem to get off his phone to help me pick up things after the kids go to bed. Or my spouse is too busy working late in the evenings to even consider helping me out around the house. Like, See how the brain starts with one and it goes to the next, the next, the next, the next. And as you're thinking all of these thoughts, you're feeling more overwhelmed and more overwhelmed and probably more frustrated, more stressed maybe even more angry, like these emotions are building and you are indulging. So you're finding more thoughts to prove this thought true because that's what the brain does. Like I said, the brain likes to be right. So if you think I'm so overwhelmed and I have so much to do, then the brain's like, let me show you. Here is all the evidence. There's this reason and this reason and this reason and this reason. And it will stay in that loop until you stop it. It will keep repeating and keep giving you those thoughts and keep refueling that feeling of overwhelm. Our job is to break free from that thought cycle. The way to break free from it is to catch it, to literally observe your brain and stop it in that moment. While it is starting to go down and spiral with the other thoughts and give you more and more and more, that's when you say, wait a minute. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let me stop you right there, brain. (laughs) Let me stop you right there. This feeling of overwhelm, while uncomfortable, you don't like it, is familiar. It's familiar to you. You have lived maybe in a state of overwhelm for so much time, for maybe many months, many years, a long time. And so the brain has a lot of evidence for that. And it will give you all of that evidence, the moment, as soon as you say, I have so much to do, work is so stressful, I can't seem to get ahead, the brain's like, lining up, lining up the thoughts. Let me show you, (laughs) let me show you how that's true. So you will prove that thought true, quote, true, with all this other evidence. 
And your job is to stop there and own your part in it. And the way you own your part is to notice, oh, I'm having these thoughts and I'm just, I'm going with it. I'm letting my brain go with all of these thoughts. One of the best things one of my coaches ever told me, it was in one of those sessions where I think I was probably indulging in whatever feeling I was in at the time. And I was just saying with the story that I would not let go. She said, okay, you have to be the boss of your brain. You are the boss of your brain. So you have to step up as the boss of your brain and stop letting your brain take over and tell you this stuff. Because it will tell you. Those thoughts are practiced. It will tell you over and over and over how overwhelmed you are, how nobody helps you out, how your boss gives you all the work how it's not possible for you to get ahead. Your brain is like (laughs) having a heyday. Let me show you how. (laughs) Happy to do so. And it will. It will do that. Our job is to be the boss and to say, no more. No more. I'm not going to let you keep indulging in that story and stay in that because you are indulging. You're indulging in overwhelm and then you're staying overwhelmed. Indulging in overwhelm is not helping you create the life that you want. Indulging in overwhelm is keeping you in the same place, taking no action. But you don't want that. You don't want to still be overwhelmed. So your job is to stop in that place of spiraling where your brain's spiraling into all those other thoughts. Stop it. And really, this is what we have to do. We are, we are the boss of our brains. Our brains, as Brooke Castillo says, are like toddlers running around with a knife. Truly. They are like toddlers. <laughs> Your primitive brain is like a toddler. What our job is to do is to come in and use the prefrontal cortex part of our brain and stop that toddler running around with a knife and gently take the knife and say, oh, let me take that. I'm going to take that from you. We're not going to do that. (laughs) As you would a child. If a child was running around with a pair of scissors, you would say, oh, let me take that. Let me grab those from you. And you would not, there would be no, no shaming, no judging. You're not mean about it. You just simply say, well, let me stop you right there. Let me take those. I'm gonna take those. (laughs) So that's what you do with your brain. Like, whoa, brain, let me stop you right there. I'm not gonna let you keep going down this story and keep proving this true. What you're doing is if you let your brain have it, you're proving to yourself that you are not in charge, that your brain is taking over, that you're going to be overwhelmed forever, and you just keep swimming in it, (laughs) swimming and indulging in these thoughts that are getting you nowhere. When you are thinking that way, you're staying in the overwhelm. You're not doing anything (laughs) that you actually want to be doing. You're not making any progress. And this is why we want to own, oh, I'm creating this. I'm creating this thought loop that is on repeat. Now the thought will come up naturally because it's practiced when you stay with it and you keep spiraling and thinking of more thoughts and indulging in it, then that's on you. So even if the brain offers, oh, I have so much to do because it will, because the brain will always offer practiced thoughts. Our job is to say, okay, I hear you. I'm not going to keep that thought and keep finding evidence for it and keep indulging in it and proving it quote true. Instead, I'm going to stop you right there and I'm going to choose something else. I'm going to be the boss of my brain and tell my brain, look brain, here's what's up. (laughs) We're not going to, we're not going to think that. (laughs) It's not going to get us anywhere. So 
first you want to notice the thought that's creating the overwhelm and own that. Don't blame anything else because really it is your thought that's creating the feeling of overwhelm. It's no one else's fault. No matter how your kids are behaving, what your husband said, how many emails your boss has sent you, like what's on your plate, how many things you have to do for your business, that is not ever going to create overwhelm. Those things, neutral. Anyone else might have that same exact situation and think something totally different, which is why we know the circumstance does not create the feeling of overwhelm. We want to own, I'm thinking a thought that is creating this. It is on me. I'm choosing, and I would even look at it this way. I am choosing to feel overwhelmed. If you think of it that way, I'm choosing to feel overwhelmed. If I stay with this and I, if I keep thinking more thoughts and indulging in it, then I'm choosing it. Do I want to choose overwhelm? Most likely the answer is no. So then we want to own, I'm thinking this, I'm feeling this way. And then we want to look at what am I doing? When I think I have so much to do, I don't know where to begin. Nobody's helping me out, whatever your thought is. And I feel overwhelmed. What do I do? Usually that thought leads to inaction and spinning in your brain. <laughs> so really that's most likely what you were doing. It's funny when, if we put that in the model and we look at what you actually do when you feel overwhelmed, the thing that we end up writing over and over again is I do nothing. I overthink. <laughs> I overthink. I stress myself out even more by overthinking. I literally indulge in it. That is honestly the only action that you ever take when you're overwhelmed. You don't ever take any productive action. You do nothing. Or either maybe you do nothing. I feel overwhelmed and I sat on my couch and I did nothing. Or I went and scrolled Instagram. So you want to see exactly what do I do. There aren't going to be many actions in that action line because doesn't overwhelm doesn't produce a lot of action. But you want to see when I specifically feel overwhelmed, what is my tendency? What is my pattern? My pattern might be to pick up my phone and scroll Instagram. My pattern might be to go turn on a podcast or call a friend or, you know, go sit on my couch and do nothing. <laughs> turn on Netflix. I don't know. Whatever your specific pattern is, what is that? Or maybe I just sit here and I overthink and I overthink and I overthink and I stress myself, myself out even more. Be honest with yourself about what you do, what you specifically do. Because when you can see yourself, then you can catch yourself next time. And this is the thing. You want to be observant of yourself so clearly that when this happens again, when you're back in the pattern, that you can stop it because you're like, oh, I gotcha. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> no, 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 not this time, not this time. So the next step is honestly to be onto yourself on repeat, <laughs> to watch yourself so closely that you can pinpoint exactly what you would typically do and change it in that moment. The way we make lasting change is in the from the feeling line where you would have a feeling of overwhelm and you would typically not take action. You would typically do nothing, scroll Instagram, whatever you would typically do. You would catch it in that moment and make the change there. How we make change, because everyone asks this, 
well, how do I change it? How? Like, what is the how? The how is one, being so onto yourself that you literally know exactly what you're about to do and you don't do it. You know exactly, here I go, doing that same thing that I would normally do and I'm not going to. In that moment, because you have observed yourself so much, that is how you make change is by not doing the thing that you would normally do. The second thing is, and these go together, but you would then change your thought and feeling to do a different action. So in that moment where you have the feeling of overwhelm and you would typically do nothing, that's where you stop it and you say, okay, I see what I would normally do here. I'm onto myself. I don't want to do that. The version of me that is not overwhelmed would not do that. So what would I do instead in this moment? And if that's what I would do, if I would actually finish the task at hand, what would I, what would I be thinking? Like, how would I handle this differently as that version of me? If you are in the middle of a project at work and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. You feel overwhelmed. And typically you would get up and walk away from your desk. You would pick up your phone and scroll Instagram. In that moment, you catch yourself and you say, oh, I see what I'm doing. I see what I would normally do here, but that's not who I want to be. If I was someone who believed that I could figure this out, if I was someone who actually did figure it out, I was on the other side and I had figured it out, what would that person do in this moment? And that person would probably think something like, oh, I can take the next step or I know what to research or I know exactly what to do next to figure this out. I know how to contact. I know the person to email. I know exactly what to do. That's the version of you that is there who doesn't feel overwhelmed and who figures things out. What would that person do in that specific moment? We have to catch ourselves in these granular everyday moments. That's how we make lasting change. And this is true for any other goal that you have. Like, let's say you have a, a weight loss goal or a goal around reducing your sugar intake, because I have some clients that are doing this too. So, in the moment where you want to eat the chocolate, <laughs> get the ice cream from the freezer, you want to enjoy the delicious, decadent dessert, <laughs> in that moment, that's where you catch yourself. What, what am I thinking right now? What's the feeling that is causing me to reach for that item? And then if I, in that moment, that's where I, I can make the change. If I wasn't the person that went to reach for it, that just followed through that action unconsciously, if I was aware, if I was someone who was eating mindfully, who was aware of my sugar intake and didn't do all of it unconsciously, but instead was very on myself and on and on it. Just like, I mean, I, yeah, I eat sugar sometimes, but it's just occasionally. Like if I was just someone who was indifferent, basically, what would I do in that moment? That's when you would take the step and that's when you would make the change. And usually when you change out that thought and feeling, what you typically get to is more neutral. So like take the example of sugar. If you right now feel a feeling of desire and that feeling is causing you to reach for the chocolate, open the freezer and get the ice cream. If you were someone who didn't feel that 
emotionally charged, but instead you felt more neutral, what would that person do? Like you'd probably think, "Eh, actually, I don't think I want it right now. I'm not really, eh, I don't have to have it. Like it would be something so neutral. (laughs) Like it's not even a big deal. It's no big deal. So that's what we want to get to with overwhelm. We want to look at right now I feel so overwhelmed, but if I felt neutral, if if I knew that I could figure this out, if I knew that this wasn't that big of a deal, how would I handle it? What would I think? How would I feel? And what would the action be? This is while so easy to, to like hear and, you know, you understand it on the podcast. Okay. I think I got what you're saying. When you are in your life, in your everyday life, and you feel so overwhelmed, you can't see straight, it's different. It's a little different then. It is much harder to take this work that you heard in a 20-minute podcast episode and then apply it to your life in that moment. But if you have a coach who is meeting with you every single week and walking you through this process, it is so much easier. It is so much easier for me to see thoughts that are creating overwhelm for you and show you exactly how you would change that in your daily life when we are working together and in a session than it is for you to just hear it on this podcast and try to apply it. Because honestly, you might not even know all the thoughts that are creating you feeling overwhelmed and indulging in overwhelm. You might not even realize it. You're just in it. And when we're in it, sometimes we can't see. We don't realize what is happening. So when you have the coaching relationship and someone who is able to teach you these concept concepts as they apply to your specific life, that's when you get to make lasting change. And then I can say in this moment, when you have this thought, catch yourself in that. In this moment, when you take this action, typically catch yourself in that. I can say, be the boss of your brain in, in this specific area. So it's so valuable to have that and to be able to really make change because you are doing this work on you and you're not just hearing this idea, but you have someone who's able to really show you the thoughts, uncover the thoughts that are creating the overwhelm in your life and then change them. I was thinking about just over the last couple weeks, just thinking about the results that my clients are creating, how they're feeling, the difference that they feel now. Another thing that I do is I like to check in with my past clients and keep in touch with them because they're all amazing. And so I'll sometimes check in and just say like, hey, you know, what's going on? How are you feeling? Or they'll just write me and say, I just want you to know that I'm really proud of how I handled this certain situation past me that was very overwhelmed, would not have handled it this way. I can't even believe that this is who I am now and this is how I'm dealing with my life. I'm going through my everyday life and they'll send me specific situations and we'll talk about it and it's a lot of fun to hear. And even clients now that are saying, the way that I feel right now, I have not, I can't even believe that for years I I felt so stressed, so overwhelmed to not feel that every single day to now only feel it in moments and then know what to do, that is so powerful. It is the most amazing feeling of freedom to know that you are able to be in control of how you feel. That when those old practice thoughts come up and create a feeling of overwhelm, that you can stop it and not let it take over. This work is 
so incredible because overwhelm is right now costing you a lot of time, probably a lot of money because when you're not focused, you're not doing the kind of work that you could be doing. You are not able to be your best at your job, at your business, all these different areas of life, which means that you're not able to make the money that you could be making. You're not able to grow in the ways that you want to be promoted, be all the things, all of the things that you could be doing. It is costing you to be overwhelmed. And I think back to how stressed and overwhelmed I was, how many jobs I had, how many, I mean, I was so overloaded and yet I was making the least amount of money ever. I was, I was not actually doing anything well. It was because I was overwhelmed. It was costing me so much money, so much time, so much energy, so much focus. And when you free yourself from that, you get all of that back. You get energy, time, focus, and the ability to make even more money because you have your brain on board to where you can do so and you are not so stressed anymore. So I would love to guide you in this process. I would encourage you to spend your week owning where you are overwhelmed and taking full responsibility for it, seeing yourself, how you're behaving when you do feel overwhelmed and then stopping yourself in that moment and choosing to be the boss of your brain, choosing to decide this is not who I want to be. Actually, I don't want to keep spinning in these thoughts. I want to make improvements. I want to be the person that's focused. I want to be the person that's calm, that's grounded, that's neutral. So what would I do? I would encourage you to be extremely observant of yourself. If you want help with this, if you want to really make lasting change and learn how to use these tools in your own life, let's coach. Let's do a consultation call. I offer a one hour consultation call where we can chat about your specific situation, how you're feeling overwhelmed, the ways that being free from overwhelm will completely change your life. I would also encourage you to think about that. Like if you didn't feel overwhelmed all the time, what would your life look like? What could that be like? What is possible for you? How much would be open and available to you? How would your relationships improve? How would you improve as a spouse, as a parent, as a friend, as an employee, as a boss, as a business owner? How would everything in your life improve if you didn't constantly feel overwhelmed? If you felt more free and at peace, what would that do? So spend some time thinking about that this week. If you want to help with this, reach out. You can book a consultation call using the links below. You can go to my website, kristenalana.com. You can find me on Instagram, underscore kristenalana. And I would love to help you feel better as soon as possible. All right, have a great week. Talk to you next week.